Okay, Bokertov, today's daf is Ayin Hay, um, and we pick up at the bottom of Ayin Dal very interesting Gemara we're in right now about uh, what constitutes a satisfying of Tanaim, of conditions, according to the Mishnah, the way the Gemara reads the Mishnah, somebody says, give me my cloak, Rav Shimon says that if the cloak is lost, just give the money, and the rabbis say, no, you have to give the cloak itself, and then the Gemara compared that to the question of, are you allowed to say, if you say, um, uh, you know, you give me 200 zuz, are you allowed to say amochalit? Which A is a possibility, can you just wave the tanai? Or B, with the way the Gemara's framing it is, you can't wave the tanai, but can you say, look, this is about my hana, and I'll treat it as if I received it. So it's saw a parallel case by Nidarim where that does work. Um, and um, and here, though, the Gemara says it might be different because it's very interesting. You can both two cases say the same thing, but in one case, we translate it as that it's 200 zuz defined as my hana. No, that's the nether case, as opposed to 200 zuz defined as you have to suffer, maybe, and my hana. So, and maybe if that's what the person had in mind by the get case, he's not in a position to say it's like it's just tonight's been satisfied because uh, the other person still hasn't suffered. So, very interesting how we con- consider what constitutes satisfying that tonight about what might have been your thoughts in terms of what that tonight was about. Yes, Michael. Just to make sure, like all that stuff about the. About suffering, and that was the whole thing. It was only if he gave her the gift, right? First. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All if of it. Yeah, if he's blackmailing her, he can do whatever he wants. I mean, now he can do whatever he wants. But you know what I mean? Like, it's not a halachic discussion. Here, the question is: the get was given, and that it's on a t'nai, um and the, is the t'nai satisfied? So now the Gemara says like this: um, We are on the bottom of Ayin Dalad Amud Bet. Hahu Gavra. It's um, it's about one, two, three, four, five. Uh, about 12 lines before the lines get wide, end of the line, Hahu Gavra de Amar, Leila Arise. Lines out to the word Leila Arise, right? We're like this little marginal note. Yes, Sarmachalogarsinan. Right, Hahu Gavra, a little marginal note in the right hand margin there. Um, okay. Hahu Gavra de Leila Arise, a certain person said to his uh, sharecropper, um, All of the sharecroppers um, uh, uh, irrigate the field, water the field three times times in the course of the year, and they're entitled to a quarter of the produce. Um, I'm going to make a deal with you. I want you to irrigate it four times, but in exchange, you'll actually get a third. You'll get more of the produce. What's the difference between a fourth and a third? Quickly, everybody. One twelfth. So much for your math. Okay. So, all right. <laughs> okay. So, anyway. Okay. Pop quiz. Okay. Anyway, so that's the deal. And he agreed to it. So, he's entitled to a third. What? Oh God, he's entitled to he's entitled to a third provided that he irrigates it four times, which is like the tonight. You have to irrigate it an extra time. Okay. Um uh, so at the end Asamitra rain came and it didn't need the extra irrigation instead of him having to irrigate it it rained it would have been counterproductive to irrigate it after that rain so Amr of Yosef says Rev Yosef look he didn't do what he agreed to he's not entitled to that extra amount he didn't do the extra irrigation Rabbah Amar Rabbah says 
No, it wasn't. It wasn't called for. So we're, I, it's like the tanai is satisfied because the tanai was to achieve an end result, and the end result was satisfied. So that's it's like it's satisfied. So the Gemara says, "Lamer of Yosef Dama Karban and Rabbi Dama Karban Shimon Gamliel." Let's say this is sort of like the Rabbanim of Shimon Gamliel. Shimon Gamliel says, "Money is equal to the cloak." So here, the God rain, God causing it to rain, is equal to me raining it. In the end, you got what you wanted, or you got some equivalent of what you wanted. And the other one says, "No." It has to be the exact way that the Tanai was formulated. So the Gemara says, no, Vatisra, does that make sense? We generally rule that we, the ruling is according to Rabba, which would mean that we would say um, that the Tanai was satisfied here. He said, Rabba said, hello, it's Trichale, in the case of the irrigation. But also, thank you so much, Baha. We're going to say in a few lines that we don't rule like Rav Gamliel by the cloak. So clearly you can rule that by the cloak money is not a substitute, but by the rain case, by the irrigation case, the rain works. So there has to be a different logic in those two cases. So the Gemara says... Fine, you're right. We have to say, we go like the rabbis, that money is not a substitute for the cloak. Rav Yosef Karabonis, Rav Yosef is simply the rabbis. You've got to do exactly what you said. Get into what you said. The rabbi will say, to say to you, I could say like the rabbis by the cloak. Again, when do you interpret that the tnai means exactly this? And when do you interpret that substitutes are allowed. So when it's the case of Gittin, we're going to say that it's not just about what he gets. He wants to make certain demands of her. And therefore, it's a litzyura kamakha. Now, that's so funny, because why is there more litzyura to hand back a cloak than to, you know, than to go to my bank account and get out $200 or whatever? You know, but uh, if anything, you should say there he makes more demands because it's his cloak and it's something personal. But anyway, the word is going to say, by Gittin, we're going to be predisposed to read all Tanaim is very precise because essentially the point is not to give her latitude that if you were to ask him do you allow for substitutions then you know if you were to try to get into his dot then it would be no why should I allow for substitutions I'm trying to give her our time no so if I begin then we should read all the tonight no right, presumably no matter what it is meaning you know let's say he said that I want you to give me $200 you know that's stored in the, uh, in the in, you know in the cookie jar and she gave him $200 stored somewhere else or whatever presumably we're just going to say that it's always Daska by Gittin because he's not he doctor wants to make her life hard so he says that tonight we're not going to give any latitude whereas by other things especially this which is all about money it's all about earning money, you know the field and about what he's going to profit from the field so it's all about Hana so of course so we should assume that any alternative would be just as good okay you're interpreting to me give heart give heart stop. yeah that's exactly what it means yeah uh-huh. so with the jacket it would be the same thing yeah well that's the point by the jacket it's only the jacket because I wanted a jacket. I don't want a substitute and have to go out and buy a substitute. No, no. I want I want to make more demands on her. Meaning it's not about my tsar. Mm-hmm. Right? It's like by the by, by the get He's trying to make demands on her, so we don't assume that any tanai allows for latitude and allows for substitution. So the the, the is irrelevant, really. That's it's the way. The, that is. It's about the relationship, exactly. What? Kedusha might be, yeah, but it depends. Maybe she's making demands, but might be right. Okay, do it's your Here he's a businessman, not personal. But I get it's personal. This is a business. Fuvahalo it's It wasn't 
wasn't necessary. Okay. Of course, so you could say... He wouldn't want to pay the guy, wouldn't want to pay the guy extra if you wouldn't have yeah. to. Right, I, I was thought about that, too. But well, no, that's what do you think yeah, that? that's his job. I don't know what to say. It's a very good question. All right, now the question says following. Um, Tanan Hassan, we taught over there in Erechen. Very show now we're going to move a little bit away from what, what constitutes satisfying the Tanai, but to an obviously related topic. So a person who buys a house in a walled city um, during the time that the Yovel is no hay, the seller has a year to buy it back. And if the seller doesn't buy it back within the year, then the sale becomes permanent. <laughs> so what would happen would be on the last day of the year, okay, um, the purchaser would go, would hide so that the seller could not find him and give him back the money. Now, of course, you know, the, the seller might want to give him back the money any time during the year, but the point is, I guess, that it takes, if the seller had to sell the ha- his house, then he was hard up for funds, so it might take him till the very, very end till he could get some money back together to buy it back. So what they would do is that they would go and hide so that they would say, hey, chalut law, that the house would be permanently sold to them. I mean, would have thought it would be the opposite, you know, that the... Right. He's Hillel Zakain. Remember good old Hillel, who was also attacking by the Prisbal? A lot of Takanas in the context of Yovel was, you know, Hillel. Anyway, Hidkin Hillel Zakain, Yovel Shmita Shehi, Choleshes Ma'utav, Lilishka, that you should basically throw your money, you know, deposit your money in the, uh, in the, like, in the chamber, meaning, like, in the base of Mikdash, I think it presumably means the base of Mikdash, which is funny, then everybody has to travel to, to Yerushalayim. Right, unless Lishka means some local. And go ahead and break in the door if you're the if you're the original owner. The nichnas and reclaim your house. Okay. The amos You say, yeah, I paid you back. The money's been deposited for you in a bank account. Or the money the money's been deposited for you at Baston. Uh, and uh, yeah, I'm sorry you went around for me to give it to you. And uh, but now I paid you back. Okay. The Amar Rava. Now Rava says So that's all interesting. Why is it relevant for us? So from the Hilosakana we can infer This is your get on the condition you give me to understand If she gives it to him and he agrees to accept the money she's divorced. Let's say, she, let's say he's, he's trying to run away from her. Good, I got the 200 Zuz. And he's running away. No, 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 I'm not going to let you fulfill the tonight. And she throws the money at him, let's say, okay? Puts the money on his, you know, in the house. And he says, I don't want to take it. Ain't a It's not good. Married? Yeah, he wants to still stay married. He changed his mind. I mean, he already was asking for Jordan Zeus. He thought she wasn't going to get it. He thought he would just torture her. She managed to get the Jordan Zeus. He's not happy with the situation. Ain't a buyer. The buyer was going exactly. to run away to hide. The buyer anyway. Buyer, really? Yeah, ain't a She's not divorced. Okay, now, which means. You can't keep the money, though, right? Well, if he, if he didn't accept the money, he didn't accept the money. I mean, the Israel Lehilo, it doesn't matter. He didn't accept it. Israel Lehilo, Tukuni Nesina Balkarche, Davila Nesina. So the question is, what was Hilo necessary for? Now, if you ask me, what the Gemara is going to say is, it sounds like what he was going to say for was that the guy wasn't present. That in order to be an act of giving it to him, he had to be physically present. But the Gemara is saying there's two things going on. A, he wasn't physically present, and B, he did not. He didn't want to accept the money. So the Gemara understands that. Hillel's chiddush was that we're going to treat it that giving him the money even against his will it's like you gave it to him which means that the implicit assumption is that the normal rule is that giving somebody something against their will is not like you gave it to them okay now of course 
who says the halacha is the same when we're dealing with a t'nai that you created and when we're dealing with like a transaction that the Torah you know recognized meaning if I make a t'nai the t'nai is always in my own interest so maybe implicitly if you give me $200 implicit and I agree to accept it whereas if the Torah says you have the right to buy something back you know maybe the Torah is fundamentally giving that right to the original owner and he's the one empowered and he has that right even you know you know, uh, you know, against the guy's will. Like, who knows exactly? There could be different rules here. Anyway, but the Gemara's understanding that it sounds like, from Hillel's case, that without Hillel, buying it back against his will would not have worked. Which would mean that we should say the same here, that, again, that the normal rule is, against somebody's will does not work. Okay? He's only the in the Hillel case. Right. He's interested in the Hillel, normally it doesn't count. And Rashi says, if you look at Rashi, to answer what Michael said, Rashi says, Not only did he, historically, was he not metakin in our case, but also, you can't make it easy to kind of get, right? Because, you know, you're dealing with a person's personal status and married and divorced. It's not just like a money issue. Okay. Now, so that's saying that Hillel's basic thing, that's assuming that the cases would have the same halacha, and assuming that what Hillel's Takana was needed for was because the guy would have refused to accept it. Of course, that wasn't the case. The case wasn't the guy was there refusing to accept it. The case was the guy was running away. So, Maskis the Rav Papa, so Rav Papa asked on this, Maybe Hillel's Takana was the fact that the guy wasn't present, and he, he couldn't find him. Had the guy been sticking around in present right because actually you could actually say that's not just a, a possibility you could say if it's true that Nesina Balkarcha doesn't work then why did the guy have to run away let him just stand around and say I refuse to accept now Tosas explains no that would have been embarrassing like you know to refuse to accept the guy's trying to abuse the power that Torah gave him it is, it is his house from, well, from a year ago you know so you're running away to save yourself the embarrassment of refusing to accept but where Papa saying maybe not maybe from Hillel you see that you could have given it to Al-Karcha and the only thing Hillel had to deal with was that the guy wasn't physically present so therefore and so maybe the general rule is assuming the cases are the same maybe the general rule is that the Al-Karcha works Okay, the Ikadami and some say Amarava that that's exactly how the conversation began. That Rava said, That actually Rava started exactly with that point. From Hillel, you see that a giving against somebody's will does work. Because Hill's only Takana was necessary because the guy wasn't around. But it sounds like if the guy was around, physically, present, you could have given it Baal Karcho. So it sounds like in general Baal Karcho works. So the Gemara says, Maskil Vara Papa Vidim Rashim Barashi. No, the Diamafil Bafana Vnami Midaito in Al Karcholo. No, maybe even had the guy stuck around, um, you he would have been able to refuse the money. The Hill might interchlate and Hill was responding to the reality that the guy wasn't physically present. Okay, but Enachinami, had the guy been physically present and refused it, maybe that would have worked. Maybe Hill would have had to make a takan in that case as well. Maybe Hill's Takana was both to address the Bialkarcho and the Shalobafana. So we don't basically know 
you know, whether in the case of the Torah where it says you can buy it back, does that mean even against somebody's will? And we don't know, you know, and we don't know in our case when, he, when the husband makes a tznai, whether the Nesina Balkarcha works or not. But again, logic would dictate that, um, I mean, you could argue both ways, but I think that the simple logic would dictate that in the case of the Torah, the Torah is empowering the original owner, so tough luck if the guy doesn't want to go along with it. He has the right to buy it back. Whereas in the case when the husband makes a tznai, it's my tznai. So if it's my tznai, you know, then I, then it's only if I agree, I mean, if you give it to me and I'm willing to accept. Okay, that would have been the logic. Tosos makes a way you could have argued the reverse. Anyway, it's interesting that the Gemara, the only question in the Gemara is what was Hillel focusing on, not whether fundamentally the two cases are similar or not. Yes, so Michael. Understand. Like, you know, giving he has his hands up. Yes. The giving the bacon does not count as giving it to, to him, right? Yeah, Maybe in this Hillel case, but generally, right? If you and I right. If you and I engage in a loan, yeah. then, you know, and whatever it is, I have 30 days to pay back, I can't just go to the local basin and, and that would count, right? Right, I mean, there might be similar, some similar types of conduct in some cases, but the general answer is correct. You would have, now, Tosas also deals with a case about whether when you pay back a loan, can you do it by Karcho? Um, and he sort of indicates that the, well, like, I want, I, I have the $100 you let me, mm-hmm. and I'm giving it to you, and you're saying, no, I'm not going to take it, um, so I'm going to, you know, so I'm just, if I go ahead and I stick it in your pocket, I say, tough luck, I'm paying it back, I'm done with you. You know, do you have a right to say, I refuse to take it back, and uh, the loan isn't paid? So there, it seems like, the, you know, that the basic halach is, I have a right to do balkarcho. Like, there's a reality of a debt, I'm giving you the money, there's an objective fact that you have your money back, like it's the and, end of the story. And that I don't want to accept No, 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 it's like, I don't want to accept it. Like, the, the joke, the joke is, you know, two guys are sitting on a, like, uh, walking down a street, uh, I heard the joke originally, sitting on a subway, whatever, walking down a street, and a guy comes to them and says, like, you know, can I, can I stick up, you know, says, you know, give all your money. So he says, hey, Frank, here's the $200 I owe you. <laughs> so anyway, all right. Um, anyway, that might be already be a case that's no longer their money. Anyway, okay, let's take a look at the Gemara. Yeah, uh, yes. <laughs> no, maybe Hillel was responding to the reality. He was metaking what he needed to be metaking. The current reality was that the guy wasn't physically present. But maybe the Tagana was not just about being physically present. Maybe it was also about the Bial just because the reality was was that the guy wasn't present, you can't prove that the Tukhana was only about the need for the guy to be present. The Tukhana might also have been about the need for the guy to accept it willingly. Okay. Right. Okay. okay. Now we're going to do with halacha. Whenever Rabbi Shimon appears in the Mishnah, in any Mishnah, halacha gemosa, we rule like him. Chut, the only example, exceptions are arev. There's a Mishnah about arev, okay, um, in a totally different Gemara. The tzidan, ah, this is this is the tzidan. So tzidan is a story in tzidan that a person said, I'm not that you give me my itztaliti. So it's funny. Until now we haven't been calling it tzidan. We've been calling it like you would have said itztalit or something, but tzidan. A shorter word, easier to remember. There's a discussion in court if somebody basically sort of says, you know, it has given is given a certain time to produce his evidence. So there's two debates in the Mishnah, so about somebody producing evidence. So the the we don't rule like with in the second debate regarding producing evidence in a Mishnah over in Sanhedrin. Okay, is not describing the nature of the proof. It's it's the second appearance of the the second. 
debate of around proofs that appear in the Mishnah. Okay, anyway, so for Kitzur, we don't rule like Rabbi Shimon and in our Mishnah. Tanu Rebana, which is what the Gemara referred to earlier. Okay, if somebody says, here's the get, but I'm keeping the paper, she's not divorced because then she doesn't get any physical object. She didn't actually take possession of a physical get. I'm um, getting can you return me the paper? She is divorced. So the Gemara says, which is such a bizarre question. What do you mean, Maishna? In the first case, he didn't give her anything. In the second case, he gave it to her, and there's a condition she has to meet. Now, Rashi says, and it's pretty clear from the Gemara, but it's such a bizarre Gemara, that maybe the Gemara is assuming that Almanas is not Meachshav. Although the Gemara said earlier that pretty much everybody says that Almanas is Meachshav, here the Gemara is assuming that's not true. So if Amanaf means it only takes effect when the condition is met, so think what happens. Here's the get, and it'll take effect not only if you give me back the paper, but if you give it back to me, but if and when you give it back to me. So why does that work? When it's given back, she no longer is holding on to the get. Okay, everybody get get it? So if Amanaf does not mean Meachshav, yeah, everybody with me here? No? Hello? I'm just thinking about the... Yes? Yeah. What about the words? You said the words are mine. Um, what do you mean words? You mean the ink? Yeah. Um, that would also be a problem. Okay, anyway... Yeah, I don't think it's Akritos. I think you didn't give her the physical object. You have to take possession of the physical object. Anyway, so the Gemara says, Maishna Reisha Maishna Seifa, assuming that it only takes effect when it's given back. So the Gemara says, Maishna Reisha Maishna Seifa, Amar Chizda, Hanu Yom Shum Gamliel, Hida Amar Tikein Lo Estamecha. Oh, so rather than saying Amanas is Kmeachshav, we say it's from Shimgam Leo that says by the Itzdalis you can just give the money. So here too, even though it'll only take effect when the get is given back, she can choose not to give the get back, but to give back its value. Give back the value of, I don't know, some written on piece of parchment. What value does a get have? So we don't okay. be wrong, they don't pass like in the end. Um, well, right. But that's at least the bright, that would be the explanation of the bright Maybe she can appease him with money. Now that's interesting, appease him, because until now it sounded like, according to Rabbi Leo, she's entitled to give the money. He doesn't have to agree to it. Maybe he gets back to the whole question of Valkarcho. Okay? But anyway, but here too, maybe the money counts as a substitute. Alright, so Maskis Wabaye, Abaye asked on this, One minute. When did Rabbi Leo say that money can count as a substitute? If it not, if it doesn't, if it's not actually, if you don't have the original object, then he's willing to say there's no alternative. We can, you know, that the thing isn't there. This is represents the thing. Here, the get is still around. Even the Shimon Leo would not say that money could count as giving back of the get. So, so that's why we brought this in because we tried to explain that it makes sense according to Reb Shimon Leo that you don't have to give the get back. But that didn't work. So we're still wanting to figure out why does this work if you have to give the actual physical get back? And presumably, Almanas is not Me'achshav, and it only takes effect when the get is given back. So the Gemara is going to have a very interesting series of explanations why this doesn't work, all based on the same principle that the Tznai was not formulated correctly. Yeah. So, yes. What's the implication if she returns the get? Then what, does, what's the implication of her evidence that she's the well if you can get the based in to write a uh, to write to write you know to, to, to write up a, you know uh, something in Eshur something that right or she could have witnesses that see the get was given right yeah is Niyar mean parchment 
That's actually true. Niyar actually does mean papyrus. Okay. So now the Gemara says, um, okay. So, I'm going to read So, Matzkiv Rava. I'm sorry, I skipped the line. El Amar says, you know why here it works, even though the Tanai would mean it only takes effect when it's given back? So, because Abai says, how many Rebbe Meir he? Kaful. So, like, this Gemara makes me want to scream. Because Gemara says, you know why here it's different? It's different because, yeah, the Tanai isn't binding. When he says, I'm not to teach me the Why is the Tanai not binding? Because Rabbi Meir says that any Tanai, you have to double the Tanai. Meaning, like, like, B'nei Gadim B'nei Ruvain, that says, Im Yavru B'nei Gadim B'nei Ruvain, that's a Yardain, you know, and Asatim is not close to Albert's Kanai, you know, Albert's Kanai, Dim Lo Yavru, Lo Yavru, you know, then you get, then they get it, you know, Albert's Kanai. Okay, right. So anyway, so by so there you have to ba- basically both say the, if this happens, so, you know, if the condition is met, this will happen, and if it's not met, that will happen, right? Because as Dove says, just because you say if P then Q does not mean if not P then not Q. So therefore, you have to spell out both possibilities. That's what Rebbe Meir says, which is correct from a from a prepositional logic perspective. Anyway, the reason though this Gemara makes you want to scream is so Gemara says, yo, you know why it works? It works because the, 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 the tonight doesn't work. So if the tonight worked, then he only when you gave back the get, she wouldn't be divorced, she wouldn't have the get. But we forget the tonight. The tonight is invalid because it wasn't doubled. So the point is like, we've been go- learning for all this time about Amanas this, Amanas that, Amanas this. And what you're really telling me is, all those cases, according, number one, according to Rebbe Meir, would not work because the Tanai wasn't doubled, number one, which is okay, maybe. And now you have another innocent Brita that you have a hard time explaining. So you're going to say, oh, in this Brita, the Amanas doesn't work because he didn't double the Tanai and we're dealing with Rebbe Meir. And the whole point of the Brita is to contrast Haniyar Shali, Haniyar. And what you're really saying is, it's not not really contrasting those two. Those two really have the same equivalent effect that she's not Megureshes. What we're really doing is telling you it's completely separate halacha that because you didn't formulate the Tznai correctly the Tznai isn't binding. So it's like it's so bizarre to b- bring that in and use that to explain this breakdown. This is the opportunity methodologically perhaps in a specific case of Gittin where you want to adjudicate it by being able to throw out the Tznai. <laughs> you now have a principle in Yeah, I don't no, <laughs> yeah, that's a huge chiddush to think that you could just sort of like the basin could at their discretion say, oh, here we're going to pass in like Rebbe Mayer as opposed to not. That's how the Gemara is not saying that. The Gemara is saying the author of this Brita right. is Rebbe Mayer. Well, anyway, yeah, exactly. <laughs> anyway, but it's completely bizarre. A means, according to Rebbe Mayer, all the Amanas we've been dealing until now are not good, which maybe the answer is Ein Hachinami. And number two is that was not the point of the Brita. But anyway, because it's having this hard time with the Brita, he's saying the problem is we throw out the Tznai. You didn't double it. Rava challenged this. You're telling me the problem was was he didn't double the Tznai. But if he did double the Tznai, the Tznai would be binding and therefore it wouldn't be a good get because it would only take effect when it was given back. So Michti, he says, I got another reason why the Tznai wasn't good. Where do we learn all tonight from? From about getting their There, the Tznai preceded the act. It says, 
So first you mention if the condition is met, then you will get it. Okay? Um, I'll call tonight. When he says, He didn't say, or, I'm sorry, It's all that phrasing. Okay. So basically, it's like, oh, if we're going to talk about ways you can throw this out, if you need to use these formal rules, then there's more. There's a lot of ways. So Rashi says that Rav's point was that Rebbe Meir, who needs doubling, that's debated. That's a debate whether you need doubling. But everybody agrees you need these other conditions. And Rav wants to say it's possible for these other reasons. Tells us that it's not true. All these things, or a lot of these things, are just Rebbe Meir's position. But nevertheless, what, what Rav is saying is, oh, you want to talk about what's called, this is called in the literature, Mishpatei Atnayim. You want to talk about all of the formal rules of Tnaim? So why are you only mentioning the double? There's another problem here about the formal rules of Tnaim. Now, according to Tosa, that might just be Shitas Rebbe Meir. So, but Rav is still saying, like, I, we can put a lot of things here that are not satisfying those formal rules. And you don't have here, Tnai Karim Lamasa. You said, and then now, by the way, I should mention that there is, I mean, there are a huge debate in Rishonim. There's a whole, like, uh, work of the, uh, of the, um, of the Raven and the Balamor and whatever about, like, how to go through all of these formal rules of the Tanaim. Which, which Tana says them? How, which way do we Toskin, whether you need them or not need them? Which cases do you need them for? And what is actually the Tanai demanding? So the question Dove raised a second ago, which is, I was telling you Rashi, which is the simplest way, I think, to read it, is Tanai Kodim is about formulation. It's just which, how, which order the words come out of your mouth. If you do it, then I'll give you, you know, if, if you, right? All the cases, by the way, beforehand were the opposite. Okay? But some Rishonim say that Tznai Kodim Lamasa doesn't mean that. It means that the um, Tznai has to be satisfied um, before the Masa takes effect. Now, how that would actually work by a get, I'm trying to think, because if you say like it's not like if you do this then I'll give you the get um, I get that would sound like we're just undermine the me'achshav ability of things to work right because it's tonight I don't know I, I don't remember I'd have to actually go review it but there is some discussion there is some reshoning that say tonight Kodim Lamas is not just an issue of formulation it's an issue about the actual effect that tonight has to be satisfied tonight before which if, if that, they can't say that completely because then it would completely rule out me'achshav abilities for things to work yeah Right, right, we're right. So that's why Rashi will just take the simple explanation. I don't remember the specifics. Rashi says it's an issue of formulation. I think there's a biblical Hebrew equivalent to Alma. Um, you mean just other than im? Yeah, like right. Right, right. That's the im. The only question is when he switches from the tanai to the to, to the thing, but the im is the tanai. Right. Yeah, but the im is the tanai. Anyway, okay, okay. If you want a reason to throw it out, you don't need the doubling reason, the lack of doubling. It's because he mentioned the act before the tanai. So 
Savannah Brava asked. Time of the That you think the problem is? I'm going to tell you another problem. Okay, ha tonight According to you, what you think? If you said the tonight first, I'm not as I get. It would have worked. Law the get the tonight would be binding, and because the tonight would be binding, the get would work. You understand? By throwing out the tonight, it makes the get effective. We don't throw out the get. We throw out the tonight, which makes the get effective, right? So he says. So wait, you think that if you switch the order of formulating it, it would be a good tonight and therefore not a good get? Michti, I'll give you another reason why the tonight wasn't good. Where do we learn out all Tanayim? There, the Tanayim was in one thing. You have to go fighting. And the fulfillment of the Tanayim was another thing. You get, it, you get Aver Yarde. Ah, of course. The everything also tnaim, the fulfillment of the tnai has to be external, something other than the act itself that we're talking about that we want to be binding. Okay, afuke hacha to exclude this case, the tnai echad. The masa is The tnai is you have to do something with the get. So no, I'm sorry, you have to follow his formal rules. And that you can only make a tanai on something that's not related uh, to the actual act itself. So I can't be give me back to get. Right now, Rashi seems to say you can just not have a tanai about the get at all. Like you couldn't say the I'm not that you uh, hold the get in your mouth for two hours. Okay, no, it's tanai. It's not tanai. Tozo says no, no, no. What it means is does not just mean it happens to be about the same thing and the same object. It means that the actual doing of the Tanai is a contradiction esoteric so the Ma'aseh would require right the tnai, in a way the Tanai has to be fulfillable if the, tnai, the only way you can fulfill the Tanai is by if there's no way you can fulfill the Tanai and make the Ma'aseh work so obviously we throw out the Tanai the Tanai there's no way it could have been fulfilled okay, so that's the way Tosis explains that requirement if you were to write my name George instead of Dole that's so the actual like in other words no, you, I wouldn't possibly get. I raise the get because of the giving of the get. I mean, it's hard to imagine what another case would be about that. I mean, the other case would be as long as almanach means when you could say almanach. Yeah, I don't know. We'd have to figure it out. But anyway, but for Rashi, it's just that it relates to the same object. For Tosos, is that any tnai that that makes the that, that its fulfillment, you know, makes the whole thing you're trying to do not good. Obviously, isn't the tnai because the whole point of a tnai is to make the thing good. So you can't create a tnai that its effect would make the thing not good. Would make the act not good. Okay. The reason the tanai is thrown out is because it all relates to the same thing, either the same object or because it contradicts the thing you're doing. So we have a whole list of reasons, which of course is not an all shot in that bright, uh, but it basically gives us an opportunity to talk about what are the laws of tanaim according to Rabbi Meir, maybe according to everyone. So the question becomes: I want to point you before we turn on, before we continue to, to the Tosfos Akanayim Hamed Aleph like how do we paskin do we paskin you need all these tonight, all these all these formal rules are these all only according to Rebbe Meir you know are some of them according to Rebbe Meir so if you take a look at Tosfos Lafuke the first wide line do people have do people see where I am on the Ayin Hamed Aleph yeah so that's the near air sort of in the last third of the first wide line okay the near air the halacha to be in tonight, Kafu. 
Tishmuv Rabba Basamach Shavik Vasei. The Kohanim the Masnisin. So how about all our Mishnas that say Almanat? You know, Ketit Nidi Manayim Zuz Almanat. You know, all those Almanats of our Mishnah. You know, Imesi. All those things. I read B'Tnai Kafel Avodav Dulapirish. Even though the Mishnah didn't explain it, we're going to have to go back and say that all those cases we're dealing with the Tanai Kafel. Anytime you find anywhere in the shots that the Gemara says Almanat and assumes that it works, like you know, by the Esra when you give Almanat we have to assume that all those cases when you were Kofel the Tanai, Okay, um, and then he has one case where we don't, where it's something that's with just Isser and not Mamo, and etc., etc. Okay, and then if you look at the end of this Tosfos, which is like so crazy, because you have all these sugyas with Amanat this and Amanat that, and now we're going to say that all of them need these laws of Tanai Kafal, and what about all these other things? Tanai Kodim Lamas, which is why a lot of other Rishonim either disagree in terms of how we paskin, or say that the cases that require these formal rules are very narrowly defined. In particular, um, there's a you know and well let me read the last line of Tosos because that'll frame what what those cases might be that you don't need these rules so if you go to the end of this Tosos he says like this the Omer Rabbeinu Yitzchak two lines above where it says Ella the next Tosos okay the Omer Rabbeinu Yitzchak Hadinaki Ptumimili I'm sorry the Gimel Inyanim I'm sorry after that the the, the you see after the, like the, the where it says the, the line starts Afilo Rabban and Rebbe Meir Right, about ten lines on the bottom. The gimel inyanim yesh. There are three categories. The yesh mukamot the meinim tnai gamur that you need all the formal rules of a tnai. The Rebbe Meir tnai kaful, which would include a tnai kaful according to Rebbe Meir. The yesh mukamot to lo beinim ilagilotas. There are sometimes where it's not about a tnai; it's about showing what your basic intent is. The yesh mukamot to afilagilotas lo beinim. You don't even have to articulate your intent. Your intent is assumed. I'll explain it in another Gemara. Okay, which basically means the following. The basic way to explain it is, usually a Tznai is seen as where the, the, the basic approach in the Rishonim, sort of, which Tosas is outlining, and then the question is just how do you define which cases are which, is that when something is not central to my desire to do the act, I really want to marry this woman, I want to divorce this woman, I want to buy this house, okay, but, okay, I've got some side thing that I want to be satisfied, but fundamentally, is do, you know, do I want to do it with or without that side thing? Yes, in principle, I really want to do it, but I, I'm in a position to make some demands. I'm going to make some demands. Okay, so that's seen as the Tanai is fundamentally external. The action is really taking place by itself. The Das is fundamentally there. So you want this external Tanai to come in and like stop the, the works it has to be a very formally done and follow very formal rules. Okay, that's when we need the formal rules. However, if something is more central to my das, like I say, okay, you know, uh, you know, I'm like, you know, I'm not right now, it's like we're looking for like new couches for the house. So I like, I like leather couches and you actually can easily get tricked, you know, what's the fake leather and the real leather. So let's say I went there and I bought this couch from a guy and he promised me it was real leather and I said, fine, I'm buying it from you, but only on the condition it's real leather and I'm going to get it checked afterwards, right? So I don't need mis like I didn't want to buy it if it wasn't real leather right so that's the type of a thing where that's like fundamental to my das to do the transaction where you don't need these formal rules it's just a question of I didn't want to do it if those weren't the circumstances and then the third category is I don't even have to articulate it it's so obvious okay 
So, you know, somebody goes ahead and, I don't know, you know, uh, whatever it is, like, um, you know, buys a car and they don't say, uh, it, it better be that it's not, uh, that you, you know, that, 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 that it doesn't that you've removed the engine from it, okay, or something like that. You know, whatever it is, something that, or the better case, I mean, the case that the Gemara has, which isn't that obvious, is that the guy basically said, you know, said, okay, we're making Aliyah, we bought the plane tickets, we're ready to go, we're having a yard sale, we're selling all of our stuff, okay, and they sold all the stuff, and then it was like, oh my God, something just happened, we have to cancel our plans, we can't make Aliyah, so how about, all the, how about what they just sold in their yard sale? So the Gemara basically says, well, all of those transactions are Batel, because clearly he was only doing it, uh, you know, because he was planning on making Aliyah. Now, he never said, when he actually sold the couch, I am doing this because I'm assuming that my Aliyah plans are going through. Okay, but that was clear to everybody. It was clear from context. Okay, so anyway, so those are the three types of things. When the Tanai is fundamentally external to the Das, that's Mikey when you need the laws of Tanaim. When it's not really an external tonight, it's fundamentally a, you know, a, a basic thing that you need to be present, which is why you're, why you're agreeing to do it in the first place. It's central to your das, but then you still need to articulate it. Otherwise, it's dvarim shebelev enam dvarim. And then there's a third case, which is called dvarim shebelev kol adam, which is you don't even need to articulate it. It's just obvious to everybody that that's your, the assumptions that you're working with. Okay, so that's a very important conceptual category there. Yes? So, so First of all, it seems to me, I don't know what you think about this, but this poster thought is an amazing example of the fact, maybe this is obvious, that you can't separate like legal methodology, like in Psika, yep. from how you decide for whatever reason is to read the shots of the Gemara. Right? Tosafot reads Ribbon Mayer back into all that all those string of cases. Right. And derives from that fundamentally a method a legal methodology. Here's how we adjudicate cases of tonight. Okay, there's a typology. Well, but he starts from the fact that he feels that the Gemara's Paskins Rebbe Mayer, so that forces him, yeah. But yeah. you don't have to read like you right. said, it? right? Yeah. It's very interesting. Like, in other words, there's, a, there's an organic relationship between a, 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 a legal methodology right. and the reading of right. it. Right, right. I think that, yeah, absolutely. It's powerful. Yeah. So you're telling me that uh, something happens, God forbid, the kid all of a sudden needs medical attention, so they're not going to make Aliyah, and I bought the couch on right. the yard sale? Right. I would be obligated to get it back. <laughs> According to, you know, maybe it depends. Like, maybe, I mean, I don't know, but there's a Gemara that, is, that does say that, okay? Wow. <laughs> so, yeah. You know, and in the end he wasn't able to make Aliyah and says, you know, so, I don't know that. What happens if it's, I, I know what to say. You know, you might want to make a distinction between things that are like, that are like, like trivial pieces like if you're selling buying little junk at the yard sale like you know you didn't expect to run after everybody whatever if I actually if I actually bought right the guys you know uh, dining room set the table and the, the, the sofas like no excuse me like give them back you know <laughs> so yeah I was thinking in terms of modern commerce I don't know how that would uh, right happen. right I mean that can work in like a small community type of a thing right right yeah right okay so now let's take let's continue the Gemara, I am hammered bet. Ravashi Amar, how many Rebbe he? The Amar, the Amar of Hunamar Rav, 
This is so how again, bang back to what's the difference of Almanach and Yar Shali, where the Gemara thinks that the problem is, because how does it work? When you give back the get, it can't take effect. So finally we say the most obvious thing we should have said from the first minute. Because it's Rebbe, like we said earlier, that it's uh, I mean Amar Rebun Amar Amar should be Amar Rebbe. What was the problem? Amanaz that you give me back the get, but it takes place, it takes effect as of now. Right? That was the easiest answer. You guys yourself in such a you put yourself in such a corner because you said, Why did it take effect? How could it work? When you give back the get, you're no longer holding on to it. Okay? It took it takes effect from the moment it's given on the condition that the condition is met. Okay. Iskin Shmuel Begita Shmuel made a takana in a get of a Shrivmerah that if he's giving a get and he wants it to take effect, you know, on the condition he dies, that he should say the following. So he's introducing the Tanai Kafel. Okay? Does this prove that he passes like Rebbe Mayer, that you need it Tanai Kafel, or is he just doing it because since it's a get case... Yeah, you you might want to just eliminate any questions, any doubts, you know, as long as we're establishing a, 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 a text, maybe we want to make it satisfy everybody. You can't ask him anymore. Anyway, right. So, I don't know, that's right. Anyway, so he says, if I don't die, it won't be a get, and if I do die, it will be a get, so it's a Tanai Kafel. So the Gemara says, why not do this reverse order? If I do die, it will be. If not, it won't. So the Gemara says, no. A person doesn't want to. You know, you don't want to start by saying, we don't want to make a nusach that forces you to start by saying, if I die. Say, God willing, I won't die. And then it won't be a get. If, God forbid, I die, then it'll be a get. Okay. So, lema lo get im lo mesi. So, why not just, so why do you have to do the double? Just say, um, it won't be a get if I don't die. Okay? Or, I don't know, I just say, well, I'm say it will be a get if I do die, but okay, because now we're assuming that uh, you don't want to say the if I die part. So, no, but ina, or anyway, but ina, so why do you start by saying in lo mesi lo yehi get? Why not say lo yehi get in lo mesi? I'm sorry, I missed, I misexplained the question. Why do you first say if I don't die, if I do die? Why don't you first say it will be a get if I die? It won't be a get if I don't. So here again, we're saying no. You need tonight kolomasa. This, by the way, is very clear that tonight kolomasa is about the formulation. Right? It's just the order in which you say the words. So here again, you see, we're needing tonight kafel tonight kolom lamasa. We're seeming like you need all of these rules of tnaim. So, Maskifwa, by the way, this also challenges what I said to you a minute ago, according to Tosfos, because here, fundamentally, he does not want to divorce his wife. Fundamentally, he only wants to divorce his wife if he really is dying. So, and nevertheless, the Gemara here is demanding all of these formal rules of the tnaim. Okay, Maskifwa so Rava, so Rava challenges. Michti, one minute, let's take a look. Now we're going to introduce a new... We didn't have enough rules about tonight, so we're going to have a new one. The yes comes before the no. Right? It just says, if you do this, then you will get a verhayardain. If not, you won't. So you first have to say the yes part of the tonight. If the tonight is fulfilled, here's what's going to happen. Here, because you didn't want to give a nine hara, you started by saying the no. If I don't die, it won't be. No, it's not I have to start with, if this condition is met, this will take effect. Here's what you have to say. 
Lo Macy, lo get. If I don't die, it won't be a get. So you don't have to start by giving by an Ayanahara talking that you're going to die. Then you say, E Macy, you get. If I do die, it will be a get. So that's the, that's the Tnai Kodam Lamasa. And then you say, Oh, and by the way, in Lo Macy, lo get. So, so, cause then, cause the first part lets you not open up with an Ayanahara. And then you have to do the, if I die and if I don't die, so that you have the Hain Kodam Lamasa. Really part of this nine. Meaning you're right. You could really say like God, like like God willing, I'll live. I'll live. I'll nail the estrim. There'll be no need for any of this. If God forbid, I die. It'll be good. If I don't, it won't be. Okay. So im lo meisi lo yeget lo makdimish bras lasi. You don't want to start by saying something bad. Im meisi yeget im lo meisi lo yeget. But he none ain't kodem lulav. You need the yes before the no. So this from our certainly ends that at least by the takan of shchiv mira they satisfied all these mishpatei atznayim. Whether that's the halacha in general or not that you need those things is not clear. We were showing discussion on all these nine that you mentioned before, the Moar Gadol, yeah. on this sugi, like in Gitna? Um, no, I mean, they're like a separate contrast on some yeah, of the okay. stuff. Yeah. Okay. Here's your guess, but you know what? Like, uh, you, have, you still have to take care of my father. My father's ill, he's been at the house or whatever, you've been so good to him. So I'm divorcing you, but you still have to be there to take care of him. Okay, so he says, um, or, you know, because in uh, the general halacha is that the, uh, that the father gets custody of the kids in the Gemara. I mean, later halacha switched it that it's for the best, it's the, the decision is based on the best interest of the child. But anyway, but okay, I'm divorcing you, but you still got to come home, you know, come back every day and, and, you know, nurse our infant. Um, come, so, um, so in those things, those naim are binding. Uh, and kamihim minikaso, for what duration does she have to nurse the child? Shteishanim, two years, meaning until he's two years old. Okay, so that's the condition. So one thing is, even though you didn't say an amount of time implicitly by nursing it until the child's a particular age. Now, Mesa Bain, Osha Mesa Av, let's say the son dies or the father dies, so Harez get it's still good. Now, Rashi says that that means if she actually did some form, if she did one act of nursing, one form of taking care of the father, then she satisfied the Tanai, and obviously the Tanai is only in effect as long as the child is alive. Or to- or until he reaches an age, and as long as the father is alive. So Tosa says, if that's true, then that's so obvious that's not the case of the Mishnah. Tosa says, no, the Chiddush of the Mishnah is the father or the infant died before she did anything. So she did not have a chance to attend to the father. She did not have a chance to nurse the child. Nevertheless, the Tanai is satisfied because it's sort of like what the Gemara before said. It was all done to achieve a certain Hana'ah, a certain benefit, right? Remember like when it rained and you didn't need the act being done. So the person died. There's no need for this service to be done in this context. So that's like the Tanai is fulfilled. That is a big Chiddush. You said that you have to nurse the child and she never nursed the child and the Tanai is fulfilled because there's no longer a child to be nursed. So there's no need for it anymore. Okay. Um, uh, okay. Harei de Giteich. She says, this is your get. I'm not two years explicitly says the duration and in that case the child the son died or the father died you could say oh or the father said I do not want her to take attend to me and he's not doing that because she did anything wrong to him it's not her fault right he, she's just I don't want her to attend to me in that case ain't no get it's not a get because 
you explicitly said two years so even though it's like there's not uh, or the, the child forget the okay, we'll worry about the father saying I don't want in a minute but the baby died the father died so there's like nothing to be done doesn't matter he said two years when he says the amount of time if there's no well that's true too if there's no amount of time then it means as needed okay when there's an amount of time then you have to do the amount of time you didn't do the amount of time it's no good okay so it's the same as the father refuses I demanded it and I did not there was no implicit as needed once the time is given then it's that time is required whether needed or not now so and remember we just a minute ago, we passed like Reb Shimon Gamliel in our Mishnah. Kazeget, that does work, actually. Klau Amar Reb Shimon Gamliel, he said a principle. Ko Akava Sheina Heimena, any withholding, any non-fulfillment that has that's not her fault, Harezeget, it's good. So meaning that's why it said Shalom Bakpada. If she offended the father and the father said, "I refuse to have you t- taken care of me," then it's not a get. Then the reason it's not fulfilled is her fault. But if it's out of her hands, okay, then then it's not, which, does, which seems to not only be because it could be argued that we always read in the as needed as implicable, as implicit but you could also type of a read it as the question about yesh onus, right? Remember the yesh onus yeah, discussion? Yeah, like, I'm ready to do it, there's something external that's making it impossible that's considered like I did it, you know so it's not because there's an implicit as needed part about it, it's just like, uh, you know, what would be if what a credit of Shimon would be if um, she was, um, you know, uh, she was uh, seized and uh, thrown into prison, not because she did anything wrong, because of the Goyim, okay? You know what I mean? Like the Romans just decided arbitrarily to throw her into prison. So, would it, would it, would she, so he would say, that's not her fault. It's a good guess. So it's not because we read the as needed into the Tanai like we did originally. It's more like a Yeshonis Begitin, right? If, he, if it's not her fault, then, then, you can, then that's then considered like the Tanai is not. Had this before in that example. Uh, uh, I, you, you, I will sell you my truck. You can take it now. Right. On the condition that this season you deliver me uh, a ton of corn from your fields, and there's a hurricane and everything is washed out. Yeah, although that's a little different because again, that gets you how much is it an external tenayer, a central part of the transaction. But yes, yeah, some of those issues before about this yeshonis, right? Okay, so that's interesting. Is Obsimilio saying because of like the first part of the mission that we always read the as needed in, or is he just saying no? If it's anonymous, it's anonymous. Okay, let's look at the Gemara. Do you really need? Um, all that amount of time. The Mishnah says, like, two years, you know, for the kid, even if no time was given. It's implicit until, you know, nursing means until he's two years old. That's implicit. That if he says, if you can take care of my father or nurse my child, all you need to do is do it for one day. You didn't say how much time. I did it once. End of story. So how come, so the Bryce says that, and the Mishnah says you need to do it till he's two years old. So, it's the old rabbi who said by the cloak, remember the by the cloak? He said the cloak could also mean the money. So here, there he was a kula. But here he's going to be a chumrah. Because there, basically, is not hyper-precise about reading it. Like to say, like, you said, nurse your child. I nursed him one day. Goodbye. Okay, that's being hyper-precise. So who's hyper-precise about reading the Tanai? The Rabbanon. Because they say cloak means cloak. So they're the rabbis who are strict. 
Here they're going to be lenient. So the Gemara is saying it's not an issue of strict or lenient. It's an issue of do we read the Tanai always extremely precisely or not. So, um... Who is not precise, who doesn't say you just read it in a hyper precise way. So nursing means nursing as long as he needs it until he's two years old. Ubraisa that says one day counts. Rabbanan, the rabbis who say we always read it in a hyper precise way or hyper literal way. So Moses says one minute. You can't say that because the Kingdom is introduced in the end of the Mishnah. So the opening of the Mishnah is not the so the Mishnah says, Fine, let's get away from our more conceptual issue about hyperliteral versus non-hyperliteral, and we'll just go to the other thing about lenient or strict. Leo is more liberal in assuming when a Tanai is considered to be met. He took the money instead of the cloak. So if he's more prepared to, to be a, a generous interpretation that the Tanai is met, so, the, so if you say, nurse for one day, so if you say nurse, she said, okay, I nurse for one day. Fine. Reb Simcham Leo says, uh, any quote, you know, any approximation, I'm more liberal in interpreting that the Tanai is met. So one day would count. He's a Mako, but Tanai must needs in Rabbanan, and the mission of the rabbis. The rabbis are more precise, and, and not precise, but they are not as, you know, willing and as liberal to say that, you know, that counts as satisfying. We really go, what did he mean when he said nurse? Even though he said nurse, what he really meant was nurse until the child needs it. Okay? And I guess we'll end here. We'll pick up uh, tomorrow to see other ways of reading, um, uh, of reading the difference between the mission and the bride.